You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone, it's time for the next episode of the Ice Cold Takes podcast. Today, we're going to debate whether or not David Quinn deserves to get fired or not. Or Temi Panarin's return to practice and Vitaly Kravtsov coming to North America following his, his first round playoff exit in the KHL. And also, is this the end of Alexander Georgiev on the Rangers? I don't know, man. Uh, Rangers have been struggling recently. After three, after rattling off three straight wins, they come back with three straight losses, and that's just the tale of the season. And Rangers Twitter is erupting, going nuts on Twitter, and <laughs> spitting out all this nonsense that David Quinn needs to get fired, uh, despite the fact that they went on a three-game winning streak literally last week. And it's just that they completely forgot that what he's done for this team over the past few years and how far they've come. And I think it's absurd that, you know, there's talk of him getting fired. What do you think? Joey's jumping right into it. Going going right at him, huh? No mercy. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, Rangers Twitter, very easy to forget the wins. Once once there's one bad play, like we, we won't even start the game yet. And they'll be they'll be like harping on everyone. It they it's a little toxic environment, but you know, you got to expect that from New Yorkers, right? No. Yeah, of course it is a toxic, it is a toxic environment. You're definitely right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's, there's a lot of people to blame for this. I think Quinn's kind of the scapegoat for this one um, with his line shuffling, some of his like unorthodox type play, but I don't know. Like, I, w- I want to hear your points for why you think he should stay. Okay. So, look at Kravsov, or not Kravsov, Kako and Kittel and Lafreniere's play this year. And even, even, without, even without Lafreniere, like, he's just starting now to pick up his game. The way Kako has played all year and the way Hedl have play, has played this entire year has been outstanding. It's a, an, ex, an, an ex, extremely big jump from where they were last year. Yes, I get that their points aren't there, that they're not scoring goals, but it's going to come. You just got to be patient. I have full confidence in Kako that he's going to turn into a great player. I don't know about you. So, but- so why, are you, why are you attributing their successful play to Quinn is what I want to know. Well, why not? Who who you think they're just doing it themselves? No, I'm asking you. I'm asking what you think. I'm just I'm just I'm just saying that it's the like it's got to be on the coach. You got to give him some credit. I don't, who who else would you give credit to? I mean, you give credit to the player, right? But they got to put they got to put it all together. They need guidance. They're young, and I think I think Quinn is 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 doing a, a good job. I mean, something's going something's happening right that, with Kako's game. Everyone loves his game. 
Right. He's, he's, he's getting involved in the play. Like he's physical and, you know, he's good puck handler. He's starting to throw the puck on net more. He's taking the shot and, you know, his shot is pretty good. Yeah. I'm not trying to refute anything you're saying. I just want to kind of like dig deeper why you think it's, it's, it's Quinn doing it, but um, no, well, I think I'm just right. saying Quinn because I don't know who else it would be. <laughs> I'm just, no, I mean, it no, I mean, I think you're right. Fun. I think I think Quinn has has done a great job, kind of disciplining his his young players, and kind of showing him the right way to play, um, in the NHL. To be honest with you, and I think that's going to take a, a long time for these players to kind of get into their, um, to kind of know what their role is going forward. It's tough for these younger players to come in the league, and I talk about it all the time. But he's kind of grooming them to be players that can that can play in any single any situation you want them to right that and, yes we've talked about this and yeah. that's what I like about that and I think he's doing a great job with that and it it just goes to show like we've been talking this whole season that our youngsters have been there the whole season to be honest with you they've yeah. all been they've all been producing somewhat they've all been playing very very well but it's our it's our older guys that kind of need to step up and haven't really exactly. been there for us. Exactly, and this is why I'm saying it's not Quinn's fault because look what he's got uh, to work with right now. He should have a bunch of options to use. If this team was still losing and those guys were scoring, then yeah, fine, fair enough. You could you could put him on the hot seat, but his players are not showing up whatsoever. I did not right. see a sing not a single player with effort against Boston. And- I'm going to, I'm going to bring it back to this. I want to, I want to talk about that. Actually, let me, let me talk about that now. Go ahead. Um, yeah, there's no effort last game. I didn't see effort. And that's why I made that tweet. We were down what for nothing at one point. Right. I tweeted, look, don't take your foot off the gas. Look, you're probably going to lose this game. Yeah. I get that. You're not going to score four goals in, in one period. I mean, you can, I'm not saying that you can't, but like with the way they were playing, it's probably not possible And the way Boston was playing against us, not possible, but you can't have that mindset. You got to go out there every single shift and do what you got to do every single shift, no matter what the score is, go out there, play like it's a zero, zero game. I don't care what the score is. And that's how you're going to develop your players. That's how you're going to develop character. That's how your team's going to build together with each other. I was taught that all the time. Always play like it's a zero-zero game. I don't care if you're up seven goals. I don't care if you're down seven goals. You go out there, you do what you got to do, and and it doesn't matter what the score is. And I think that's what they got to do. And I think they've been lacking that. And you you saw it after the first goal. They looked deflated against Boston. Right. Their entire game plan just crumbled. exactly. And it, that that it, it can't happen. Strong. Shooting six sh- shots were six to one. Yep. Yeah. It can't happen. We'll get it in deep get pucks in, get pucks on goal, you know, get bodies in front and stuff. And it was, it was simple hockey. They were playing really basic and they were doing well. And, and then they give up the goal and then all of it just goes to. And I I get that. I get that. I've been on team. I told you plenty of times I've been on teams where we blow leads. Like it's nothing. You get up sick, you get up four or five goals, you give up one, you get scared, you get scared. And then it just crumbles. And the Rangers were, weren't even that weren't even up and they crumbled. They just, I'm going to attribute that to their, to their, their age. I mean, everyone's like, stop making excuses. Stop making excuses. I'm not trying to make an excuse here. I'm just trying to say that we are not a team that's going to win this year. And people know that. So I don't get why everyone's so pissed blaming this player, blaming that player, blaming Quinn. We're, 
we're not supposed to even be in the situation that we're in. I get we have a lot of pieces. I get it. That we go, like, when all of our players are playing at their top, we're one of the teams to beat. I get it. But we're just – we shouldn't be there yet. And, like, our, our guys are still very young. Everyone says, like, oh, you can't keep saying the rebuild's going perfectly. Like, we keep losing. Like, dude, we're not supposed to be winning right now. No, it's no, no. And, and, it, and it goes back to what I was saying on the, the post-game reaction, too. Like, you know, like you're saying, yes, I agree. We're, we shouldn't be in this situation. Like, you know, we're playing against all these good teams. But since you are in this situation, I want pushback. I want you to fight. Yeah, I want, you, I for want sure. you to push back against these competitive teams. For sure. I'm because not saying just be- later When you do it later, when your guys are fully developed, imagine how good you're going to be. Imagine exactly. how, how dominant you're going to be. That's exactly. what I want. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. Like I don't, I don't want you to fold up and, and and crumble and die. Exactly. I get that. I as a player, as a player, I don't I don't care what t- what your status is in the NHL as a team. I don't care if everyone thinks you're the bottom of the league. I don't care if everyone thinks you're the top of the league. You go out there and you play your game. And the Rangers can't be looking at that right now. These young guys got to go out there, do what they got to do grind i know we're playing tough opponents i don't care who you're playing go out there bust your ass and and play every single shift like it's your last and look you have the energy for it you're all you're the youngest team in the nhl you should be out skating these teams right you should be yeah. out skating these teams i don't care what what happens there should be effort there should be pushback there should be skating a lot of skating and that's how we're gonna win games because we got the legs for it but it's just not showing up. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's so many different angles to look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm a big proponent of saying we'll be okay. And I know everyone's going to like yell at me for that, but that's just, it's just a reality to be honest with you. You you are hundred percent right. We will be fine. They're young. They're young. And I, I can attribute, you can attribute the, their age, their young age to, you know, the fact that they're losing these games, you know, like all those games that they blew, it's a young team. They're not disciplined yet. They're still molding. They're still growing. I, I understand those losses were frustrating, but if they keep, if they, if they have it again, you know, they, they got to learn to, you know, hold down the lead, get the puck in 200 feet down the ice or whatever. You know what I mean? Like if in the event they are winning and if they're losing again, like we're saying, you know, Stick to your game plan and don't give up on that. And we're yeah. going to see how, how well the Rangers play with when once Panarin comes back into the lineup. We're recording this Friday, and it's going to be released Saturday. So hopefully Panarin's back in the lineup uh, tomorrow afternoon. Um, and- it's a game-time decision as of now. But he's, been, he's returned to practice, and, you know, we, that's, that's exactly – we just need, we need Panarin badly. Yeah. I mean, you, you were talking about how um, – blowing leads and stuff like that and not being able to be disciplined at the end of games or even throughout the whole game the to whole be game. honest with you because I used to leave game yeah we've been we've been not like great that. with our bench miners um but it's okay to make those mistakes once Just you, don't can't, you can't make those mistakes again though that's what you got to learn you got to learn from your mistakes and you got to keep going forward and that's where I'll get a little bit scared if if they keep making the same mistakes I start to see trends um that aren't good. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think Panarin's a guy to break that, to be honest with you. He's, he's a leader in the room. Everyone looks up to him. Um, 
we sung we sing his praises like nonstop and and as we should to yeah, be honest with you he's about Panarin uh and I guess this this kind of brings into another thing which is off the cuff I guess but who's the captain of this team there needs to be a captain I, I'm saying not now you don't need to name one now this season next year for sure you should have a captain who's yeah. gonna who's it gonna be like you know is it Kreider is it Zibanejad I, I don't think so I think Kreider is too streaky. I think Zibanejad is AWOL still. Uh, I mean, do you give it to one of the younger guys? Do you give it to Lafreniere? Do you, which that, that's out of the question. Do you give it to Adam Fox? God, what about Panarin? Like, do, tough do you, question, bro. I, I mean, you need to have a leader in the locker room. I, if you listen to what Ryan Callahan said on the MSG broadcast, on the, the post game, who's going to step up and – and say, I'm the captain, and we're going to go out, and we're going to do this. Uh, who's going to step in and chip in for the first goal to, to get, a, get them on the board, you know, get put, plant some doubt into Boston's head heading into the next game? Who's going to do that? That's the, that's the question that they need to be answering. They need to – all the guys in the front office and on the bench, like David Quinn needs to be evaluating those guys. Yeah, I agree with you, and – I mean, to be honest with you, like you said, that guy's not emerged in my head yet. I mean, we all kind of had that idea going into the season, at least you and I, I guess, yeah. that either Mika or Kreider was going to be be the next guy. But like you said, I I really don't see either of those guys wearing the C as of right now. Right now, yeah. And I just don't know who else who else like can can bear that. To be honest with you. But it's a tough situation because I thought that the Rangers should have had a captain this season because, yeah. like, like we said before, I mean, we keep, we keep talking about the same things because it's just true. Like, we, we had our identity. We know the group that we want to go forward with. We, we want this team for the next 10, 15 years. you you got to establish that leader for that group. You just have to. And um, like I told you the other day, like – you can have a guy step up like that without the C on his chest, but there's just so many different dynamics that go into it. Right. In the locker room. I said, they're just not doing that right now. And I understand that you can do it without the C and they've done it before, but they're not doing it right now. Right. And yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, you got to think of names like Panarin, maybe even Truba. I don't know. Um, Fox, definitely in the question. Um, I really don't know who else, to be honest with you. Right now, there's no identity of the team. Yeah, there really isn't. Of course, well, Panarin's always going to be there now. But, you know, for the longest time, it was Lundqvist, too. Mm-hmm. But then we went and got rid of him, which I think was – I still – I stand by my, my thought process by that. I thought for sure the Rangers should have kept him and not gotten get, rid of him. I knew that he, he they were going to get rid of him, but I didn't think that was the right move. Yeah. And, Georgiev has just been so atrocious this season. Um, he's been extremely, awfully inconsistent, and it's it's a problem. And he's been pulled in his past two starts for you know, that hasn't played since 2019. You know, I feel for I feel for Georgiev to be honest with you, because he was like, I mean, we know he wasn't the guy, especially with Igor coming in, but. He was he was the backup. Like he, he is a very good backup for us, and he he should have been. And um, I don't know. Everyone's like caught like calling for his head right now. But 
I'm kind of like Aaron cautioning to that, airing caution to that a little bit. Like I think he had a little stint uh, that was pretty bad, but to be honest with you, our team defensively in front of him the past couple games is not good at all. And I don't know. I think I think for sure he definitely needs to reevaluate himself and and get back to the drawing board because he hasn't been good this season, to be honest with you. But I, I just I just really don't know what you could do with him at this point. They didn't sell high. They didn't sell high in this value. And I'll agree with you about the defense. It's not spectacular, but a lot of those goals he gave up were pretty soft. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I agree with you. I agree. A lot of soft goals. And you go back to, to New Jersey, the, the Subban goal from the point, the the first the first Pittsburgh goal, that three goal barrage, even the two, even those, even the second one on Kapanen, the breakaway. That he looked awful on that one, and then oh, I, uh, and then against Boston, he let up a couple bad ones too. I think I think Valakat came up with a stat like in the past, like two seasons, Georgiev has never let up a perimeter shot go in. Yes, and now like against the Devils, that, was that the Subban one was the first one, and now it seems like the floodgates just opened. Right. Yeah. I don't. I can't confirm or deny if if there if it's increased since then. If, if he's let in more perimeter shots. Well, Pasternak scored that one pretty much on the blue line. Krejci one did that too, Krejci right? one too, yeah, for sure. Okay, so yeah, so there's like, there's three. Yeah. Three I... the past two games after after not giving up one in his career, his entire career. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it happens, I guess. But to be honest, I'm, I'm not too scared about him because I'm always going to trust in Benoit, Allaire. Always got to do that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, goal goaltending. I'm. That's I was never scared about goaltending, and as a Ranger fan, I never will be. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, there is there is some room for caution. To be honest with you, because even Igor hasn't played that well. Um, he's played well, but not up to his standards. You know what I mean? Yeah, not not um, as well as he played last year. Exactly. So his little um, stint. But but. But when your team plays well, your goalie plays well. You know what I mean? You can't expect the guy to stand on his head every damn game. You know what I mean? And I don't That's think the team has been there. Conquest. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's his name was Valiquet again was talking about it. He he I forget what what the amount of games was, but he said last year out of those twelve starts that he had, he stole like three or four of those games just by standing on his head, being the goalie that he can be. And we haven't seen that from him this year. And if he can step up and be the goalie to win us games that that'll propel the team forward. That'll propel him forward. And um, it's kind of like a positive feedback situation, but I don't know. I think we just got to get, get Georgiev and Kincaid through this little stand, get Shesterkin back and we'll go from there, I guess. I don't know, man. I, I think I'm not worried so much about goaltending as I am about offense yeah, Jeff Gorton put the team together. He had a plan, and it was very clear. He built around skill and defense. Yeah, all those prospect defensemen that he had that he traded for and drafted: Hayek, Rikov, uh, Nils Lundqvist, Keandre Miller, Matthew Robertson, Braden Schneider. All these guys that he traded for and stuff. You know, this is that's the core of the team, and that I want to see. I want to see you know, more improvement on defense and offense too. 
the skill part, the skill part is, you know, hopefully you hope, you hope that these guys like Kako break out and start putting the puck in the back of the net, but you can't rely on that. And we need our guys like Buchnevich, who's going to go for another week, I'd say, without another, without a goal because of, you know, those misses he had against Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he had another, he had another really good chance in Boston, against Boston to score. Yeah. And he didn't score. Yeah, you're right. I'm uh, the skills definitely there. These guys got got immense amounts of talent. But you see a stat we haven't gotten shut out in the past like 119 games or something. And this in this season we got shut out like three or four times already. Did we not get shut out at all last season? Last season we didn't. Last season we didn't get shut out. Me From too. if if wow. I if if that stat was correct that I read, yeah. Wow. Huh. But this season, already three or four. Yeah, there. We got shut out the first time against uh, the Islanders. Then we got shut out against Talak twice. Yep. And then there's, I think there's like one, one more in there, maybe. Yeah, there might be. So, was I mean, Bartlomo put us out, out again? Like, did I don't think so. Twice? I don't think so. He might have though. I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean. There's a clear, there's a lack of offense right now. And um, I don't know if having Vitaly Kravtsov is going to change much because first of all, he's a rookie. Second of all, he, we don't know how much ice time he's going to get. He's probably going to get third or fourth line minutes, which is not much because David Quinn doesn't roll all of his lines. He only rolls which lines are working. Uh, so, you know, if you want more offense, then pray to God that Kravtsov is literally the best player on the ice. So. You know what? I'm I'm done with this whole like let's praise this guy till I can't even talk anymore because I, I I'm not expecting anything from Kraftsov. I know no, it's yeah, it's gonna be hard to expect. Dude, I know he's a great player. I I've seen what he's done in the KHL, well like 16 goals this season, but I, to be I can't do this thing anymore where I hype this guy up and then he comes here and lays a goose egg because I've seen that yeah, way too I, I I know exactly. I know exactly how you're feeling. Like you're you're saying like with Lafreniere. And yeah, and you're Lafreniere. you're you're the biggest Kravtsov fan too, and you're saying the same thing. So it's well, no, I don't think. Yeah, I'm not saying Kravtsov's gonna light it light it up. I think he has. No, 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 no. I'm saying you're a Kravtsov fan, and you're agreeing with me. That's yeah. Oh, saying. okay. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I said it on one of the post game reactions. This is okay. I'm going to make another baseball reference, but when the Mets went to the World Series in 2015, they went on a little spree where their offense shriveled up and they were looking for any anything that could help them out. Their most recent first round pick, they drafted in 2014, Michael Conforto. They called him up from double A. So he skipped triple A and went straight to the majors, which is insane. And so in one year, they called up a kid to the majors. That doesn't happen. Usually a guy that's drafted in baseball is like a high school player or a college player, and they'll take like three, four, maybe five years to develop. This guy, they they called him up a year after they drafted him, and, you know, he helped. So maybe it's something like this, like, you know, calling this guy up that's never played in the NHL before, or, yeah, from the KHL. And, you know, you hope that that's – that's what's going to drive your offense. I don't think that's going to happen. Like yeah. I'm agreeing with you. I, yeah. it's, it's really, it's really, I'm done. I'm done expecting like, 
oh yeah he's gonna have 50 points yeah he's me too gonna have 50 yeah. 45 points easy no doubt no doubt 20 yeah. goal, 20 assists no doubt yeah i i can't i can't you really expect that kids like there's kids like 18 19 years old like lafreniere's 18 years old literally literally like we literally said this this is not a mcdavid type of player he's a really good player does lots of good things just he's not mcdavid not no one's mcdavid that's 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 tough to be not even mcdavid's mcdavid McDavid. (laughs) he knows he's got him on his fantasy team yeah if mcdavid were playing on the rangers he would literally be the biggest athlete in all sports I mean, he would definitely be the biggest. I mean, he's already the biggest name in hockey. So. Now that ESPN has has the rights, and maybe they'll cover it for you know two seconds longer than what they already did. Cover it. <laughs> maybe maybe people will start to know who McDavid is. Two seconds, you're pushing it, bro. You're pushing it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You know what I just realized? Wait, did you get a haircut because that comment on the live? <laughs> oh. No. If you listen to what I said, I said I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. <laughs> no, oh I didn't God. get it. I, I respect I respect the roast, man. I respect the roast. But I'm like not, your hair wasn't even bad. That's what I don't get. It like, was long. That's what it was. Okay, it was long. That's way it. longer than it usually is. All right, just I, I agree. I don't think it looked bad. Yeah, no. Just to let you know, guys, it's looking fire right now. So Rangers bet start winning. <laughs> God, because based on your claim. Rangers got to start winning now that he's got a haircut. Okay, if the Rangers win tomorrow, that's a cue to Zibanejad that he needs to cut his hair. So yeah. <laughs> I think he trimmed it a little bit, to be honest. It didn't look as long the other day. I don't know. You should just go. You should. Cut it's it. so gross, though. Like I don't know why he wears it like that. What is, What has he changed though? Like, has he done anything differently? I know I the so. I know the year he won his first Stephen McDonald Award in the off season, he was out on the ice training every single day. Yeah. And he was doing like all this preparation and stuff. I don't know if he changed that. If you changed it, then. I mean, maybe, but I've been looking at him on the power play, especially his shot is just, it, it's, it's just not there. He's not, he's not putting it where he wants to. And you could tell like, there's some times where, where I would look at that shot from last year, like his angle that he had and where he was on the ice. And that was going in every single time, no, no matter what, but now he's just not placing them in the right places. Yeah, he has a he had a bomb like of a one timer, and yeah. now it's just not there. It's I mean, he's he's getting the shots off, but they're just he's just he's not. He's whiffing a couple. He's missing the net. He's not not placing it exactly where he wants to. I don't know. Shooting with his eyes closed, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he needs to. His spot is is near the hash marks on the left side of the ice on his on his shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he is starting to go toward, more towards the blue line, and that's like that's way too far out, man. That's like that's like Ovi. You can't be Ovi, bro. No, no Ovi. Or in your case, uh, Matthews. Oh yeah, for Matthews. sure. Hey, is he gonna score fifty goals? How many does he have right now? Twenty. I think he's. I think he hit the twenty mark. At twenty now already. Right. Jesus, man. If you missed his last, oh, twenty one. Maybe missed his last goal, his overtime winner. Go watch it. That was just. Dude, nuts. that was insane. He barely literally hands down his stick and he roofs the backhand. He had he had no space to move whatsoever. And he just somehow that got it off his backhand. 21 goals. Yep, 21. And it, we're not, 
Actually, I they might have hit. McDavid had 48 points already. No, 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 50. He had two tonight. He <laughs> might have had more. He might have had more, honestly. The last time I checked, he had two, and they're playing Ottawa, so it must be, must be pretty up points. there. He's got three points. So 51 on the season. That's insane. He's going to hit 100 points in a 56-game season, season, dude. That's insane. Like, imagine what he would have done if he had an 82-game season. He would have had, like, 200 points. <laughs> What's the, what's the record? It's like 216, I think. Yeah, crazy man Gretzky. Yeah. All right. Well, wait, what what you want you want to cut Georgiev? What do you want to do with the guy? Ah, uh, man. Put you on the hot seat. Ron Duguay said he thinks this is his last game with the Rangers. Some some people on Twitter saying can Cage be the backup from now on. And Cage has looked pretty solid, man. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, he's got he's got something. Bobby, to prove. Bobby is like, but was was right about. It. I thought he was joking, but like, nah, can Cage got something to prove? Fucks. I nah, he's been playing well. Very solid. He's very solid. I I feel comfortable with him in the net. Like, all right. Now okay. we just need to get him some goals, and that's it. That's the it, yeah, for sure. Goal. If you get him like like maybe three goals, like two three goals by the end of regu- regu- regulation 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 congratulations, uh, then then we're set. You know you don't have you, you should you should and you, I mean you got to play uh, good enough defense, but you don't need to block every shot. I think he's good. I think he's good enough. Yeah, no, he's been playing well. He's, um, he saved us a couple goals too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <sighs> anything else you want to add before we wrap it up i think i'm good yeah, um i think i'm good too yeah i think we 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 got all our our mind out yeah just um, boys and blue fans just simmer down relax wait for panarin to come back to line up before you start jumping to conclusions about you know fire this guy screw this guy trade him trade that guy go for eichel just calm yourself, relax, and we'll see. I want to see what these players can do after a shitty effort like that. I want to see how they respond. Same team, same building, different time. You know, how are you going to come back? That's a good point. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And if you don't, then I'm going to be pissed. Then we're going to have the same conversation again. <laughs> We're going to be right back here next week. <laughs> right back here next week, and I'm probably just going to be still defending David Quinn, but loosening up my uh, defense. All right. Hang in there, folks. All right. Yep. See you guys next week. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.